Folks, it's Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022. Coming up on the program today, how to have 1995-style cyber sex. Plus, vomit, gay poop, play, and intestinal fallout. Just another church sermon in Texas, showing off black dick in a haunted house, and burying your wife alive to avoid alimony payments. It's time for another distorted view test of patience. Hey, paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. We're with the Mario Brothers and plumbing's a game. We're not like the others who get all the fame. If your sink is in trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the others, you'll be hooked on the brothers. So hang on to your seat Get ready for adventure and remarkable feats You'll meet Koopas and Troopers, the princess and the others Hanging with the plumbers, you'll be hooked on the brothers to the bridge Et vous, réveillez-vous, c'est l'heure du fabuleux Super Mario Bros. Reconnais-tu les deux frères, les deux frères plombiers, héros pas héros dans les jeux vidéo. Bizarre, bizarre, tout paraît bizarre chez les plombiers, quand ils réparent les filles, ils partent dans les tuyaux. Rimani un po' con noi che vale proprio la pena Fai così 
Super Mario. Super Mario. پخش از تصویر دنیای هنر
mezzo, un altro e poi Vai come Mario, vai tutti assieme, vai The Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Don't get AIDS. Small animals such as rabbits and gerbils. Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. Christian now fears his flatulence. Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE. The vagina is full of AIDS. That Chris Pratt has some mighty big shoes to fill. Multi-ethnic shoes to fill, actually. Hey, freaks, Tim back here with you for the Wednesday episode of DV. Got a great one for you. I'm so sorry about that test of patience. Growing up, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show came around at just the right time for me. It was, I think, 1989 when this uh, show aired. I was nine years old, obsessed with Nintendo. I would rush home from school to make sure that I, uh, I would catch the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. And, you know... More than any other program from my childhood, uh, this one doesn't hold up. Objectively, it's a piece of shit. For those of you too young to know what the hell I'm talking about, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show was a kid's show uh, that featured a live-action Mario and Luigi. It also featured a production budget on par with local children's television programming. Mario and Luigi just look like old creepers out of shape fat the set is uh, their plumbing business so this this show does not take place in the mushroom kingdom but occasionally uh, celebrities would stop by and we're talking celebrities like nicole eggert from uh charles in charge this was before she got uh baywatch not exactly a-lister stopping by mario's plumbing business the majority of the show though was uh, a mario cartoon so like live action mario and luigi would get into some quick hijinks there would be like a story throughout the episode but they would also you know throw it over to a, a cartoon on like a mario cartoon or on fridays a uh, legend of zelda cartoon the animation sucked the voice acting sucked you may have seen animation of a uh, weird-looking Link from uh, The Legend of Zelda uttering, Hey! Excuse me, princess! Yeah, that was like a catch... They were trying to make Link have a catchphrase. So he, he said that a lot in that cartoon. Excuse me, princess! Well, excuse me, princess! And hey! Excuse me! You get the idea. As a nine or ten year old boy, though, I was enamored. I was just, I was super excited that uh, Mario was a TV show. Looking back, though, good God, kids are dumb and will watch anything. As opposed to you sophisticated adults who just sat through nine minutes of the same theme song over and over and over again. You're smart. You're a discerning consumer of media. Is that what you want me to say? Huh? Whatever makes you feel better, idiots. All right, I do have a few pieces of audio to share with you before we get into the news. Uh, first up here, I found this great video from the, the 90s. You know, cyber sex isn't really a thing anymore. We just, you know, get on an airplane and airdrop our dick to everyone in economy. And we see if any, you know, someone responds and that's how you find a date. It's perfect. You know, you have a captive audience. You know where these people are going, right? You're on a flight to San Diego. Everyone's going to San Diego. Let's see if someone likes my dick and, you know, I'll have my evening plans all laid out. 
so to speak. The uh, the idea of cyber sex is kind of antiquated because, you know, uh, when you got online in the 90s, chances are you were talking to people from all over the world. It'd be difficult to actually physically meet someone considering, you know, in 1995, there was like 12 people on the Internet around the world. You weren't going to find someone in walking distance. Now everyone has a cell phone. Everyone's connected. There are all these you know dating apps and, you know, you can... Find people that are uh, not miles away from you, but uh, feet. You know, those like hookup apps like Grinder and stuff. They will tell you like you're, you're 3,000 feet away from cock. Can you smell balls? You should be able to smell it from here. So, yeah, you know, people will text and uh, send dirty pictures and stuff. But I don't think cyber sex is a thing anymore. In the 90s, it was so novel. It was such a foreign yet titillating concept books were written about it like how to have cyber sex with someone how would you go about that what do you say what do the emojis mean at the time they were called emoticons because they weren't actual graphics you know you would just use you know like a colon and the letter p to show that you're sticking your tongue out ready to lick butt or whatever so yeah there were books written there were also uh, vhs tapes talk about antiquated instructional videos uh how to have cyber sex as a matter of fact i've got one here called how to have cyber sex let's see how people were doing it in the 90s oh you've heard the terminology cyberspace the web hard drive the internet yeah isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets today we want to explore cyber sex in cyberspace my name is Jolie, and I'm going to show you how to enjoy the stimulating world of the Internet sexual playground. All right. Now, this is an educational video. This is something I normally do in private, but for instructional purposes, I'm going to let you watch me have computer sex live on the net. Whip out your tits! Whip out your tits, bitch! We'll also visit others who have mastered the art of one-handed typing. So let's get started. <laughs> how educational is this really? I have a feeling this is just going to turn into softcore porn real quick. Computer prices have dramatically come down while performance continually rises. Like my dick. Oh! Yeah, I went there. I said it. You don't know. You don't know. Sorry, we're talking about the 90s. I thought I was on Jenny Jones for a moment. For less than $1,500, you can grab quite a package. <laughs> I see what she did there. She's doing that on purpose. You can own a PC with Windows 95, a 100 megahertz Pentium processor, a 1 gigabyte hard drive, a phone and fax modem, CD-ROM drive, and a monitor. Screw all this cyber sex nonsense. I want to fax fuck someone. Just keep sending sheets to people. Look in your newspaper to see which computer dealers look competitive. Included with your computer will be software to cruise the internet. All right, this is boring. Let's get to the good stuff. What's crazy is she's obviously using a real service. I think she's using like America Online. So easy to use. No wonder they were number one back in the 90s. But whenever there's like a close up of the screen, it's a, a totally like fake interface. As a matter of fact, uh, the site is called realtime-slash-net.com. Not com, dot c-o-n. I guess for legal reasons, like America Online doesn't want to be known as like, you know, a cyber sex smutty pleasure palace. So they requested that, uh, you know, no screenshots be used. Uh, first, they let you know if you have any mail or not. If you don't, you go up to the square at the right hand corner yeah. and you click on it and you want to drag your mouse down. This goes on for an excruciatingly long time. It's so funny because 
This is supposed to be an instructional video, but she's describing something that's not real. This realtime.net slash net.com service, it's fake. So, uh, you know, try, telling us where to click on the screen is not going to help. So she gets into a chat room and uh, describes herself. She's 22, red hair, blah, 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 blah. And then asks uh, the person she's talking to, are you male or female? Good, good first question. Want to know what you're dealing with? I put, are you male or female? And click on send. And shortly after they reply... Male 24. Okay. I'm going to put, I'm very horny. And we're just looking at this fake computer service and uh, fake typing. And I'm looking for some good cyber sex. Okay. Guys, this is the rest of the video. Literally 55 minutes of her just uh, typing. You hear typing sounds? Close up of a fake internet service. And everything she types on the screen, she reads. I'm 105 pounds. Petite. And she's a slow typer on top of it all. 36. Measurements. Oh, good lord. Redhead. Nowadays, we wouldn't even bother with this. It would be like, send me pics. Show me your tits. And loves to give head. Oh, oh. All right. Now things are getting spicy. This is pretty much just softcore porn because she eventually feels comfortable enough to take her top off. She's still in her jeans, though. It's just really weird. Like, she's slumped over in this chair typing, tits flopping around, you know. But okay, she's talking to this guy, and uh, he starts describing his first sexual experience. Now he's telling me about his first time. Mine was when I was 12 years old. Hi, Galileo2333. Oh, my God. That is his username. How bizarre. His older sister got in bed with me at midnight. And he fucked his sister, his older sister fucked him when he was 12. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is admissible in court, right? Scared me to death. She asked me to put my fingers between her legs. Uh oh. Uh oh, indeed. He goes on to say, what the hell could I do? She just started kissing. Obviously, the point of this video is to get guys off, right? I mean, that's why she's naked. Later on, there's uh, like a couple of other women who sit down and start chatting. They get naked as well. They never do anything with each other, though. They don't even touch their breasts. It's like super lame. And you know this video probably cost like $60 or something outrageous, you know, because it's considered porn. What a letdown. Every minute or so, there's like a shot of the girl typing on the computer with her tits out. But the majority is just this fake computer screen. And you just, you know, for an hour, you're just reading text messages. See, I would like to have sex oh. with you. I just love how loud the keyboard is, how long it takes her to fucking peck out a sentence. You guys getting hot yet? 
Get ready to get your rocks off. Do you have a big clitoris? Let's wait for a response. She said yes. I want to place my mouth on, you know what? Over it. That's hotter. Over the clit. I want to blow on it hard. There, I made my own how to have cyber sex video. Fork over $60, assholes. Did I do a good job pretending to be straight and into pussy? Is that what guys do? Do you put your entire mouth over a clit and blow? That's what I think sex is. I'm so confused what you people do. Do me a favor, guys. Uh, tonight, when your your lady is asleep in bed, just pull down her pants, put your mouth completely over her pussy, and blow hard. And let me know uh, how she likes that. I have a hunch. I have a hunch I'd be good at straight sex. By the way, you guys may think I'm uh, exaggerating here, but I shit you not. The rest of the video literally is just typing sounds in this screen. I'm not editing this at all. Let's see what she looks like. Blonde blue eyes. She should have been talking to the girl before. Like, yeah. They don't even really read the screen for us. Mm. Like she's typing. What is she typing? Okay. She's apparently asking what he's wearing. Boxers. <laughs> I mean, that's cute. This is it. It's mostly just typing sounds. Fucking insane. Well, that's how to have cyber sex. More of a, a visual guide, I guess. I did determine it kind of depends on who the woman having cyber sex is. Like that uh, that first woman reads more. She comes back later on in the video. I'm holding your balls in my hands. Let's see, she's holding his balls. She, she, she reads the messages. Does then you feel my tongue part your lips as it reaches your clit? Everything about this video is just awful. Even like the good, we're, we're getting to a good part where the girl is like reading messages about clits and balls. And then what happens? You know, the boring stuff we could hear. I caress your chest. There we go. Oh, he's replying. I want to lick your clit. Oh my god, this video is so fucking infuriating. No bad for any horny dude who purchased this tape in the 90s. Well, that's how to have cyber sex, kind of. Uh, I found this title, by the way, on the Internet Archive. Yeah! Preserving our dorky, awkward internet history. Thank you, Internet Archive, over there at archive.org. Moving on now. Yesterday on the Sideshow Exclusive podcast, we played a little audio from one of those uh, insane Southern preachers. This guy was going on about how uh, he hopes six million Jews were gassed 
Apparently, he was a big Kanye fan. Anyway, uh, I just happened to run across some more audio from his sermon. Let's take a listen. The title of my sermon is, Why is Someone a Homosexual? And I, and I think that's a question oh, that God, here virtually we go. everyone asks at some point. In their you life. can't give me a break on this? Isn't that like your sermon every week? Look, I feel bad that uh, all this Jew stuff is in the news thanks to Kanye. But uh, I got to be honest with you, I did breathe a bit of a sigh of relief. This preacher for once got off the topic of homosexuals and he started talking about Jews for a bit. Well, he's back on the gays now. Homosexual. And I, and I think that's a question that virtually everyone asks at some point in their life. Why are some people born homosexual? Am I a homosexual? I did notice myself looking at some of the guys in the shower today. Ricky sure had a nice long one. The question is, would I want to do anything with it? Are these the type of questions the preacher's talking about here? Someone asks at some point in their life, why, why is someone homosexual? It's because they hate God. Oh, yeah, well, everyone knows that. If you said, hey, Pastor Shelley, you're going to have to eat Indian food and ranch dressing every day of your life or do that one time, it's like bring on the Indian food. What a weird choice he gave himself here. I mean, look, we're not in your head. We don't know everything about you. I'm guessing this means you do not like Indian food and ranch dressing. That's why this decision is supposed to be hard. A little bizarre. What have you what have you had to pass the show? What have you had to eat the Indian food and ranch and then vomit it up and then eat it again or do that one time? Aren't these churches fucking wild? What men do with men is defiling their body, hurting their body. They're hurting each other. Yeah, that's how you know the sex is good. Their, their intestines will sometimes just fall out because of the actions that they do. Yeah, that's how you know the sex is good. I like how this pastor is aware of prolapsed anuses. He's, he's set out in search for some of this stuff. You know, male teachers are often these pedophile predators, too. <laughs> often. <laughs> 90% of male teachers are pedophiles. I mean, think about it. Being a teacher is not a particularly masculine career choice. Helping little kids. I mean, come on. It's pretty faggy. Because most men don't want to be around kids all day. Wait, that's, <laughs> that's literally his reasoning. Male teachers are probably pedophiles because who would want to be around a kid all day? You know what? He's making some sort of sense here. That's why I got married and a wife. Okay. She takes care of the kids. There is nothing. It is the worst thing that could ever happen to an individual, ever. It's so disgusting. It's so evil. It's so depraved. Is it wrong that it sort of warms my heart that I have done this to someone? This guy says it's the worst thing you could possibly ever do to a human being. And that's how I get off. I'm like demonic. Yeah, I'm the devil. It's fucking your butt. Sucking your dick. I've made this observation before, but I will say growing up, one of the, the things I dreaded in life was going to church because it was just so boring. And I attended a Catholic church, so it was like super boring, boring in a different language. I would consider going to one of these churches. It's at least interesting, you know? But you know what? If you love vomit and if you love excrement and if you love being homosexual, check out the Distorted View Daily podcast. On a good day, I've got vomit and excrement for you. Ting. By the way, Pastor Shelley, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but Pastor Shelley plagiarized that sermon. 
some guy on Twitter said, you know, that same very sermon was given by uh, Stephen Anderson not too long ago. Yay, much grosser than eating your own vomit. I would rather eat my own vomit out of a bowl with a spoon every day for the rest of my life until I'm 100 years old than to engage in what they do one single time. What is it with vomit in these guys? And I'm not using hyperbole, I'm serious. Give me a bowl of vomit right now. I'll eat it up. I would be like, okay, I'm ready for my daily meal. Stephen really goes for it, right? A little more than uh, this other pastor, Pastor Shelley. Like, Stephen is, like, uh, acting out, eating vomit, making the noises. He's more theatrical, which makes sense. Because I'm certainly getting gay vibes from Stephen Anderson. Like, mm, he sucked a few cocks. Now, look. That's pretty gross, right? Yeah. But you know what? They're stinking gross. Thank you. And you know what? I'm sick of pretending that they're not. They're disgusting. Amen. They're filthy. It's vile. It's gross. It's weird. It's sick. And every normal person knows that. All right. Calm down, you little drama queen. If you get exposed to one single f***er or transvestite, it's a hundred times grosser than what I just said to you. Yeah. So deal with it. What street guy talks like that? Deal with it, honey. So get over it. Get over it, girl. Steven Anderson sashaying his way to the pulpit. You get some of that salvation. Work it, work it. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. If you enjoy this just immense stupidity, Every day, just 45 minutes of bullshit. Uh, please consider signing up for our uh, member site, The Sideshow. That's where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. Believe it or not, I've been at this uh, very podcast since 2004. There are thousands of past shows for you to uncover, discover, become their lover, fettuccine, bikini, linguini, martini. Now I'm just doing an old slap chop commercial. <laughs> Do you guys remember Vince from Slap Chop? Really was one of the greatest commercials for just a dumb kitchen gadget. It was just a chop. It would just chop things up. Food, you know, uh, vegetables, meat, whatever. But some of the things he would say was just insane. Uh, one of the things I, I always think about is at one point he's chopping up, I don't know, tuna or celery. I don't, he's making coleslaw and he says, you're go you're going to have an exciting life now. You're going to have an exciting life. You're going to have an exciting life. I mean, talk about overselling a fucking $19 product. I mean, I get that was, you know, the whole purpose of the ad. This thing, this tuna looks boring. Stop having a boring tuna. Stop having a boring life. Add this tuna, put it here like this. Now you're going to have a nice tuna salad. Look at this. You're going to have an exciting life now. Same thing with the Sideshow. Sign up for the Sideshow. You're going to have an exciting life. $6.99 a month, uh, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. The onions with the skin. Oh. All right, this is making you cry and making me cry. All right, life's hard enough as it is. You don't want to cry anymore. Unless they're tears of laughter, am I right? If you're just interested in getting uh, new Sideshow exclusive episodes uh, and, of course, all the free shows and you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can sign up for access right in those apps. Just a few taps, bing, bang, boom, you're in. Fettuccine, linguine, martini, bikini. That's exactly what I'm saying, Vince, kind of. All right, uh, again, superfreaksideshow.com and distortedview.com for more information. 
on uh, the Sideshow memberships there. Final way to help support the show, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. I believe we have some patrons calling in today. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, Oh, it's a Halloween-themed news story from West Virginia. A man has been charged after allegedly showing a sexual image to a minor at a haunted house. I saw this man's mugshot. Yeah, that cock is going to be horrifying. Like an old elderly man showing off dick pics. (coughs) Truly frightful! On October 30th, troopers with the Upshur County Detachment of the West Virginia State Police, I don't know what those words mean, received a call from the Upshur County 911 Communications Center in reference to an altercation occurring at the Maniac Mountain Haunted House on Teeter Road. While en route, troopers were advised that Charles Smith, 68, displayed a graphic nude picture to a juvenile and then left the scene. Troopers then located a Jeep, which had a man in the back seat matching Smith's description, and began speaking with him. During that conversation, Smith stated that he uh, he did show a nude picture of a black man to a 17 or 18-year-old. Oh, it wasn't even his own dick. That is really bizarre. I want to show you something. What do you think of this penis? Is it something you'd be interested in? I'm generally speaking, is this too big, too small, too dark? Just trying to get a second opinion, debating on whether I should meet this guy or not. I I have no idea why he did this. After speaking with the victim and obtaining a screenshot from WhatsApp. Wait a second. Why was this teen talking to this old man on WhatsApp? Like, how did this all play out? Because they were at the uh, haunted house together. I'm assuming the elderly man asked for her uh, contact info so he could send her something. And she's just like, okay, sounds good. Teenagers are dumb. All right. Uh, So, yeah, he asked her if she wanted to see a picture. And after showing the uh, gratuitous sexual image to the minor, Smith asked the victim to meet for socks. Like, was he pretending to be the black guy? Is that how this all played out? Like Like, the dick pic was shared before they met up, and she was just like, yeah, that's a big, fat, juicy black cock. Totally want to ride that. Meet me at Maniac Mansion. But she didn't know that he was a 68-year-old white guy. Ew, on all accounts. I mean, that's how it it sounds like it all played out to, to me. During a post-Miranda interview, Smith stated that he did show a naked picture of a black male to the victim while at Maniac Mountain. Smith has been charged with displaying obscene material to a minor. He's being held in the Tigert Valley Regional Jail. If you want to go visit him. This kind of reminds me of one of my favorite news stories that took place around Halloween. And this was kind of like a smart pedophile. You know, instead of uh, meeting random teenagers at a haunted house, this guy turned his own house into a haunted house and invited all the neighbor children to come walk through. But guys, guess what? It was a trap. I don't have that old news story in front of me. However, I do have... A, uh, a reenactment of a commercial for this pedophile's haunted house. Ronald Cooley's creepy house. Hi, I'm Ronald Cooley of Ronald Cooley's creepy house. By law, I'm required to inform you that I am a convicted sex offender. Not only in the state of Indiana, but also in Ohio, Maryland, California, Wyoming, and with a trial pending in Texas. 
But please, don't let that stop you from enjoying Ronald Cooley's Creepy House. A spooktacular haunted trailer that'll make you shriek in horror. Ronald Cooley's Creepy House will test out your gag reflexes with over five rooms of ghoulish nightmares. Hey friends, it's Ronald Cooley again. I apparently forgot to mention the rape charges. That's right, I'm wanted in the state of Idaho for aggravated rape. Again, please don't let that stop you from visiting Ronald Cooley's Creepy House. Parents, just drop off your kids. You don't need to stay. In fact, no adults are allowed. The living room of lost youth. The hallway of blacked out memories. And beware of the demonic slithering snake. He'll spit his creamy white venom in your anus. All right, and that's enough of Ronald Cooley's creepy house. Second story we have for you. This one comes from Singapore and features uh, four very horny married men. They were all just looking to spice things up in the bedroom. Now they're part of a news story, so you know they probably did something illegal. Yes, four men who met on an online forum and discussed wife-sharing fantasies later put their plans into action, but they didn't tell their wives first. I mean, if just one of those women said no, their entire plan would, would be wrecked. They couldn't take that chance, you see. Plus, you know, those could be awkward conversations. No, no, no. These guys decided to go the uh, easy route and uh, just drug all the wives and then uh, rape the women. And uh, I'm not a, a citizen of Singapore. I'm not sure if that type of stuff is illegal there. Guessing it is because, again, this is a, uh, a news story. One woman was raped multiple times over at least seven years. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> they, they just kept doing it year after year? Like an annual thing? One woman was raped multiple times over at least seven years by different men while she was unconscious. This was while she was blindfolded and drugged by her own husband. The case came to light when this woman discovered images of herself naked in a chat on her husband's phone. <laughs> well, why were you looking at your husband's phone? Let's talk about that. Do you not trust him? You know, two wrongs don't make a right. The four men who cannot be named due to gag orders imposed by the court. Are you serious? Yes, we must protect these men's identities. Uh, yeah, the four men who cannot be named due to gag orders imposed by the court uh, pled guilty on Monday to two charges, each of conspiracy to rape, with various other charges taken into consideration. The news story just refers to these men as different letters. K, L, M, and N. K, 44, was married with no children and was working in business development at the time of the offenses. L, 52, was a business development manager and had three children with his wife at the time. M, 45, was a company director at the time. He had three kids with his ex-wife and lived with her at the time, even though he had remarried. Awkward. N, 37, was a food delivery man at the time and is the only one of the four who was single. The main accomplice linked to their cases is a fifth man, Jay, a 41-year-old who married his wife in 2008. They have four children together. Apparently, these guys met sometime around uh, 2010 on the forum Sammy Boy and other platforms for wife-sharing fantasies. The court heard that the men discussed various wife-sharing fantasies, exchanged details of their sex lives, and would share explicit images and footage. 
Jay previously tried to show his wife pornographic videos to check to see if she would be willing to engage in a threesome. Apparently, she wasn't receptive, so she had to be drugged. His wife scolded him and told him that was crazy, so he knew she was against the idea. After this, he allegedly hatched the plan to sedate his wife for other men to have sex with her. Jay got to know Kay on Sammy Boy between 2010 and 2011. They agreed to use a sedative to sedate their wives so that other men could rape them. After doing some research, see how motivated guys can be, you know, when it's about sex. They plot, they research. This whole thing lasted decades. After doing some research, they settled on a specific drug, which they understood could make someone unconscious. Really? Just kind of wondering uh, what drug that was. Not that I would use it, but, uh, you know, I'm just curious. Uh, Jay raped Kay's wife while Kay was watching and took photos. They did this again on a second occasion in 2012. In February 2013, Jay's wife said she was feeling sick. Oh, God, did did they give her too much? Jay took uh, this chance to give her the drug. Oh, I see. Before letting Kay rape his wife. Jay installed a closed-circuit television camera in his bedroom to live-stream images of his wife in the nude, as well as showcase his sexual activities. I mean, it goes on and on like this between all the other letters. How did they get caught? Very good question. It's all thanks to Jay's meddling wife. The chats between the men resulted in Jay's wife discovering the crimes in January of 2020. Jay was sleeping when his wife noticed that his phone was playing a video. She picked it up and saw that he was on Skype with a K. She saw explicit images of herself, and as she scrolled down the messages, she discovered that the men had been exchanging uh, their wives for sex. In the end, there's even more guys involved that I haven't talked about. There's a N and O and P. Most of the alphabet is represented. This was a big rape ring. Some of these guys aren't even going to go to prison. It looks like they're just going to be uh, caned. One of the lawyers asked for 24 strokes of the cane for his client. The lawyer for Kay said his client has admitted that he has a serious problem and is not only remorseful, but ashamed about it and accepts that he cannot go unpunished and reaps what he sows. The lawyer for L said uh, his client maintains a good relationship with his wife. Are you fucking kidding me? She stayed with him? Uh, he looks forward to returning home. Some of the other letters, I think Jay is looking at 18 years in prison. I think he did uh, a lot of the, uh, the drugging. So uh, there you go. That's what's happening in Singapore. Uh, now back to the United States for more unhappy marriages. Guys, I don't know if you, uh, you have one of those Apple watches or I guess you like Samsung watches or Pixel watches. You got to get one. You got to get a smartwatch. It could save your life. No, I'm not talking about, uh, you know, like heart rate monitoring, oxygen sensoring, none of that shit. If you happen to be buried alive, you might be able to use your watch six feet in the ground to call for help. At least one woman did. An Apple watch has been credited with saving the life of a Seattle woman who was allegedly buried alive by her estranged husband. I don't know how these people are communicating with their devices. Like, if there are too many trees around me, I lose all connectivity. Cell phone, Wi-Fi, it all sucks. This woman is buried underground, and she's rocking gigabit internet speeds, calling the cops. And, like, while she's waiting, she's playing Fortnite and shit. All right, an Apple Watch has been credited with saving the life of a Seattle woman who was allegedly buried alive by her estranged husband. She was able to call for help using her wearable. 
Those reports say that the woman was able to call 911 and send an emergency notification when her husband briefly left her alone during the attack, just before he dragged her to the garage and broke the watch with a hammer. Quick thinking, lady. Maybe she called as she was being buried or like right before she was being buried. Uh, That must have been what happened here. NBC News reports that the Washington state woman was allegedly buried after discussing an impending divorce and money with the man. Apparently, he was not on board with the settlement offer. When placing the call to emergency services, the woman was heard uh, to be gagged but was screaming for help. She later told officials that her husband was trying to harm her. She was found with duct tape still wrapped around her neck and her lower face and her ankles. She did somehow manage to escape. The woman's husband, 53-year-old Che Kwong On. Oh, yes. This is just a cultural thing. That's all. In China or Korea or wherever they're from, it's quite common to bury your bitch wife before she bleeds you dry of all money and possessions. Well, now the man faces a number of charges. No shit, including first-degree attempted murder, first-degree kidnapping, and first-degree assault. This is, of course, not the first time an Apple Watch has been credited with helping save a life, but it's rare that such an instance is so violent in part of a case as serious as this. Reports don't mention whether the woman had an iPhone within reach, but, I mean, isn't this enough of an uh, advertisement for Apple? Start mentioning other products. Did she have her iPad with her? Maybe her new MacBook Air with a M2 processor? Loaded up with 16 jibs of RAM? Now you say that, right? With her hands bound, the Apple Watch was no doubt the best method for calling help. The Apple Watch includes an emergency SOS feature. Oh, right, all right. This is like an advertisement. The man has uh, not been formally charged, but a judge Wednesday granted the prosecutor's request to hold him without bail. So there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash show. Don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at uh, distortedview.com. All right, let's check in with a few patrons here. Hey, Tim, it's Tyler. Let's try this again. Somebody called in a little while ago and wanted to know where that clip came from about uh, when I saw myself pooping. Yes, someone uh, called in on yesterday's Sideshow exclusive podcast. Very curious where uh, this clip came from. When I saw myself pooping, I was just like, you gotta be kidding me. That's the actual clip, although Tyler did a pretty good impression. Uh, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. That was a uh, story that you featured a long time ago. There was a police officer who was putting poop cameras in men's bathrooms and was arrested for it in Missouri. I put a link to the news article and the name of the person and the clip of the video in the show discussion channel of the Discord. Oh, cool. One more reason to check out the uh, the Discord. If you ever wondered uh, about who that guy was or what he looked like, you can now uh, see him. And the entire... Um, I guess, news report that he was featured in. Cool. Hey, Jimmy Boo, it's Pricey Fighter here. Hey! And we are announcing our annual DV. <laughs> you gotta stop with that fucking slow battery smoke alarm. It kills me every time. <laughs> hey, Jimmy Boo, it's Pricey Fighter here. 
And we are announcing our annual DV Secret Santa, sponsored uh, by Cat Lady's Ghost. When uh, you die in your sleep, you die for reals. So go ahead and join the DV Discord and read the official announcements to sign up. If you bail on Secret Santa, your smoke alarm goes off every like three seconds. I will rip off your head uh, and shit down your neck. Be there or be square. Secret Santa's here. Powered by White Moon Rising Fire. Yes, I can't believe you guys are doing this. I thought it would just sort of die off, but this is like a memorial uh, DV Secret Santa sponsored by, I guess, the ghost of Christmas past, Love Lady Cat Lady. She used to be involved heavily in the Secret Santa. She would organize the whole thing. She was amazing. We sadly lost her um, February of this year. So if you would like to uh, remember Love Lady Cat Lady, participate in her honor. I, well, another reason to sign up for or, you know, check out the Discord. It's absolutely free, by the way. You can uh, participate in this year's Secret Santa. Like, maybe I'll participate this year. Hello, Timmy Boo. It's Unicorn Hamster. Listen, I was, uh, I noticed your last best of, I think it was last week when you visited your mother and you didn't, uh, you recorded later or something. Right. Uh, you, I always I posted a best of show early in the morning and then later in the day I, I started the week. Curious what, you know, when that original episode aired. Oh. So in the beginning Shit. of that episode, you didn't say the date. Uh, you usually start your show off saying the date. And I was just curious. Oh. I'm going to guess that. Uh, Best of show on Monday, last Monday, was for 2014 or 15. Mm. That's when I I think I first started listening in 2013. But, uh, I, yeah, I recognize that time right after. It's somewhere around there, 2013, 14, or 15. I don't know exactly. Your heart issues, yeah. and you're still with us. Uh that's uh, I just recognize that time. Uh, let me know if if I'm correct, and I recommend you contact your marketing team because I got this really great idea. Like, if you can have your people contact the Apple executives and tweak up your their Apple, uh, the Apple podcast to. to you know, you should be able to add a tip on every episode. Oh. You know, see if you can talk to the people from Spotify, whatever. You know, I like every that. episode, if you like some episodes, I really like, and I want to, you know, give, give me you a more tip. Like one to five dollars. That's hmm. it. No, not nothing more than five bucks, okay? All right. But uh, I think that would be a great idea, and I think I feel like you know I love I love that idea. First of all, if if you I, I love the idea of uh, tipping me, <laughs> of course, getting more money. I don't want to be too greedy, though. I mean, believe me, I could always use more money, and I'm not getting rich off of this show. But I feel like with this sideshow and uh, Patreon, just like another way to give me money. I mean, I guess I'm not against that. It's not something I would probably mention all the time, though, because, again, it's, you know, a lot of stuff I've got to mention. I could definitely do that through PayPal, I'm sure. Uh, I just don't know if that would be a worthwhile endeavor if a lot of people would do that. 
you know, we've got uh, the Distorted View store coming up, which is uh, another great way to help support DV. If you if you've liked some episodes recently, maybe uh, funnel some cash and get some uh, Distorted View merchandise. We've got some new logo designs, which are really cool. I'm thinking in the next week or so, the DV store will be open. So it's coming up very, very soon. Be on the lookout. All right. uh, That is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to. Oh, by the way, I looked this up. Counter Vegetable, I believe, aired uh, in January of 2014. I think that was the original air date. And, you know, I just did a search for Counter Vegetable. We've done a best of show featuring Counter Vegetable a few times. Got to stop putting that in rotation. We did it back in 2017. A best of show. And I guess guess it's been five years since we last played it. All right. uh, Again, thank you for all the voicemails. Keep them comments all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God. Oh, God. If you love vomit. And if you love excrement, and if you love being homosexual, call 1-800-574-8366. Call now, and you'll get the Grady absolutely free with a slap chop. It's vile, it's gross, it's weird, it's sick. You're going to love my nuts. Spread the distortion, STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody.